0: welcome to episode 43 of the eye of terror podcast i'm george and i'm alec and we play 40k okay let's get right into it hobby progress right into the second thing right into
1: it and there's no there's no waiting round here yeah there's no small talk we get right to the news right to what we're doing <laughs> this is hard-hitting reporting here ladies and gentlemen about our hobby <laughs> okay I,
0: I haven't had much to do. Yeah. Uh, I've been busy with a bunch of actual work stuff, so yeah. I haven't had that much uh, hopping that I've been doing. Mm-hmm. What I did do is I did work on the um, fetid blight drone mm-hmm. and oh, is it fetted with that paint scheme? Yeah oh is it fetted? It looks so good. I, I'm really happy with it. I, I used the uh, I think I talked about last time how I used the uh, death Guard green yep. in the spray can. It, it nozzled so well. <laughs> it does that spray can nozzle yeah. so well all right. uh, the most of what i've done in the last uh week and a half is to apply the details mm-hmm. so all the metal parts are uh, vallejo bronze sure okay and then um washed with some Reichland flesh shade and some mm-hmm. agrax earth shade to give it a worn metal look yeah and that looks nice and then i use the nickel or something oxide that yeah. blue oxide so it looks like there's oxidization happening mm-hmm. just a little subtle just enough so the eyes pick up the little blue spots here and there so like oxidized bronze or copper right yeah yeah, yeah. okay the the thing that everyone really looks at uh when i, I post the photo on reddit and what everyone really commented on was the eye in the middle of the blight drone mm-hmm and that looked really good. Uh, there's really a, like a secret to making um, something like an eye or lens look great. Mm-hmm. And I, what I did is I did like the smaller concentric circles where you have sort of, uh, you know, light paint on the outside, and then you have like a little white dot opposite that, mm-hmm. a couple of white dots opposite that to show the reflection of the light. But then that, that gives the illusion of a lens. But what you, in order to really sell it though, mm-hmm. it needs to be shiny. So there is a technical paint by GW called Ard Coat, A R D yeah yeah Ard because yeah, yeah, yeah. Orcish orcs. yeah because the Orcs because exactly, the orcs, orcs make the paint you, clearly that, that, that's the right. big secret GW has been hiding <laughs>
1: yeah they've enslaved they, orcs. they have they have them chained up in like their headquarters basement
0: <laughs> Oi, how much more of this paint you want <laughs> shut up <laughs> work harder Orcs get back to work slaves <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so art coat. So you apply the art coat yeah. over the lens and it, now it's all shiny. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a super glossy lens and and it looks great. It looks fantastic. It makes um, anything where you have a lens or an eye or something like that very shiny and it looks great. I made the, you know, I, I worked on the, there's like bone protrusions. And so I yeah uh, undercoated those in Rhinox hide and then I uh, you know, dry brushed them with you shot the uh, bone so that they look kind of bonish. That looks, that looks pretty good. And then I gave the, it's got some sort of gun blaster things. And what I did is I decided to make them, because everything's kind of greenish, you know, mm-hmm. I decided to do something opposite on the color wheel. So I got um, orange, I made, I basically made like the plasma looking coils that are on the, on these guns, a bright orange. Mm-hmm. And then as they got a little bit more intense with yellow and white as um, just to show sort of, it's like a, it's like a, a version of plasma. Like it's an orange base coat. And yeah. then I dry brush with a little bit of Avalanche uh, uh, Sunset and then a little bit of yellow and then just a little bit of uh, like whitish at the very top. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of fading. It's like increasing in power. Sure. You know, it's getting white hot at the top. Yeah. Um, but they look good. The, the the orange is a good contrast to sort of the dull green, yeah, like yeah, a light yeah. brownish green that the, the rest of the model looks like. So I'm really yeah. happy with the way it's turned out. I haven't done the base yet, but the rest of it is pretty much done.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then um, and then I just have to base it. And then I'll be done with the first of the Death Guard um, units. So yeah, happy was about great. that. Yep. The other uh, thing that I've been sort of working on is to in- improve my um, Tempestus Scions. Yeah. I had painted them in a very dark, you know, black and gray mm-hmm. color scheme. And they look stealthy and camoey and all that stuff. Yeah, 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 Um And I was happy with them. Mm-hmm. But then I saw this paint scheme uh, online, and I decided to steal it. Uh, uh, yeah, the skull. That was a skull face, wasn't it? The skull face. Yeah. So basically, you, you, they have the helmets, uh, not the berets. It's the helmet version of the uh, tempestas. Yeah. And I basically painted like the center of their of their helmets white, so that it looks like they're like they've got skulls, like they're wearing like skull helmets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the sides are
1: still black, but the center is 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 white. So. So now they look like death head units question. Are you going to try to like do the, um, like the, like, the, like the little, like the little skull, like, uh, t- like make teeth. it look like teeth. Y- yeah.
0: Although, you know, what, from a distance, you can't really tell. So I, mm-hmm. I tried and it's, it just doesn't turn out that well. Mm. So it, it, they look like skulls, like when they're just wearing their helmets and just the center part is white, they look skullish and they give the impression of what I want. And that is like a death head, you know, commando team all right right um also they're they're very ornate sort of breastplates yeah um the very renaissance looking things yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were like a like a dull gray and so now i've jazzed them up all the trim is now um gold i start off with balthazar gold and then i um darken it with uh Reikland flesh shade and then i apply um like a very bright gold <laughs> from from you know, i think privateer press has a has a gold it's called <laughs> And this, but it's very bright gold, and so then it, it looks. The Balthazar gold, gives it some depth, and yes. then the bright gold just makes it look shiny. So now they look
1: a lot fancier. So, so these aren't just. So these aren't just death squads. These are stylish death <laughs> squads.
0: <laughs> That's right. They're like the Gucci version.
1: <laughs> like if
0: Gucci had its own private army, has, it would, they'd it look like, has its
1: own death squads. Just <laughs> it, yeah.
0: How do we know they don't? <laughs> Gucci <laughs> death squads. Kill the Lager, kill Karl Lagerfeld's people now. (laughs) Yes, Commander Gucci. (laughs) They will be done. Kill Pierre Cardin. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. sure. (laughs) But that's how they look. They look like like Gucci's dead squads. So yeah, so I've been working on those, and I've mostly finished them, and mm-hmm. I just got a couple more to finish, and then they'll be all styled out. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. Uh, I've resisted the urge to buy more plastic right now. Yeah, there's a lot to build. Uh, I was, just, I think I have over 20 projects that I have yet to build. Yeah, I have this big. I've used it's, Trello, it's, this app, to sort of keep track of all my stuff that I need to it build, is. to paint, to repair, and, and stuff I finished. And on the to build side, I just tons of stuff. Mm-hmm including including uh, Tau Yavara which is on a priority list now that I see how well it yep. can do yep and I even have these uh, Death Corps of Creed guys
1: because mm-hmm.
0: uh, I I'd love uh, seeing how well astromel Melterium are doing in the 8th yeah, edition yeah. I'd love to paint those guys up because they look great so anyway those are probably my priority guys Got but it. but next on my list is really finish the Thousand Suns Terminators and then mm-hmm. uh, do the Death Guard um, from the, the Dark Imperium set. Got it. Yeah. Oh, and there's also great um, uh, pox walkers are on my on my to-do list too. Uh, there's a great tutorial from uh, Duncan on um, Warhammer TV about how he basically uses, um, he undercoats all the pox walkers in, in white mm-hmm. and then just uses a bunch of different shades to quickly paint those guys up. And it's brilliant and it looks great. And the, the results are fantastic. So I'm definitely, I'm glad I watched that video. I'm going to definitely do that because otherwise mm-hmm. it would take forever trying to, you know, get the skin tones right on yeah, all yeah, these yeah. guys. Nah, nah, just Nothing. just use shade, just a bunch of different shades and it works great. All right. That's yeah. Good. Okay, so that that ends
1: hobby hobby progress. All right. Okay, new stuff. So, August 22nd, I believe was the date announced originally
0: for- um for the release of uh, Chaos Space Marines, but now it turns out that next week, so on August fifth, Saturday the fifth, you'll be able to pre-order yeah. not just the Grey Knights Codex, but also Chaos Space Marines. That's right. Two codexes are coming out um, in two weeks, all yeah. at the same time. So you'll be able to pre-order them on August fifth, which is exciting. Yep. We thought we were gonna have to wait till the end of the month for,
1: but, for Chaos, but no. No, no they're pre orders. Yeah. Um Yeah, they haven't announced any new models. I presume they will uh, for Chaos Space Marines. So can't wait to see what those will be. Although, interesting little side note, same cover as uh, the 6th edition yeah, comics. Exact yeah. same picture. I didn't believe it until you I showed I, I, me. I, 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 he was like, no, no, no. It's got to no, be a new it's, it be different. Look, it's like a corn guy. And I was like, I've had to deal with this book <laughs> since the beginning. Its
0: memory is seared into my brain. <laughs> Uh, yeah it's come back to haunt me.
1: It's that corn uh, marine, corn no, no, no. He's, not, it? he's not quite corn. He the, the he has like a too too much of a curve on his little head, I don't even know what you would call it. Crown? Helmet. Helmet yeah, helmet. Horned helmet. Horn but it's not even a horn, really. It's, no. It's what it's whatever that shape ra- is. Rabbit ears. What are, what do they what do they, they call those? Like 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 uh corn has those, um Thousand Sons have their own version of those. What are they? What, what do we call that? Like orna, It's an ornament? Uh, yeah, ornament. We'll call it an ornament. Yeah. So they had like a little curvy corn ornament. So I'm not sure it's corn necessarily. It could just be... I think it's corn-like. A corn-esque, yes. Corn-esque. I, I can agree to that. All right. Cool. Um, I'm glad. Glad we've come to a solid consensus here. <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> We're doing far better than the Congress and Senate so far. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I guess uh, um, it's... A not a strong choice for GW to use the same artwork, yeah. Uh, um, for eighth edition, but what, whatever, okay. man. Just I Cass guess people like it, and I think it's the yeah. same cover for uh, Green Knights as well. Same cover, too, yeah. Is that uh, Green Night in the Rain? Oh, yep, yeah, that's the exact that, yep, that sounds like a heavy
1: metal album. Great night in the rain. It yeah. does it or like a by meatloaf sounds more like no no no. This would be more like a metal no power metal. This would be more a power metal thing. <laughs> yeah right. This is that. That's more Night like Ranger power. brings you gray night in the rain. <laughs> gray night in the rain.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the covers haven't changed. Um, uh, only the content inside is different. Mm. Yeah.
1: All right. We hope. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, yeah. just a dark just a dark at the moment you said that just like a dark look automatically just went on my face all the life yeah. <laughs> just, just drained mm. from your face
0: yeah um apart from that uh, a couple of new model releases there's going to be the full intercessor 10-man kits coming out that allows you different weapon options for the primaris marine intercessors yeah which will be Oh, okay. Which will soon will be the replacement
1: of the, for all space marines. Yeah, I again, at some I, point in the future. Again, it's gonna be it's it's still weird. I don't know how they're gonna phase that out well because then over time it's gonna,
0: like it'll be like three, four years
1: before no, 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 they no. finally do it. That's not that's not what I that's not what I'm like uh worried about. What I'm worried about is how are they gonna do the same thing for chaos space marines? And if they don't, that's gonna create balance issues. Maybe I don't know.
0: I don't care. I don't play chaos. <laughs> Pre- appreciate appreciate the uh,
1: yeah
0: uh, inspiring comments. No, I think they will. I yeah. mean, but they got to start somewhere. So I we'll mean, start with the the, the popular you yeah, know, yeah, kids yeah. in school. <laughs> uh, and then the other uh, unit that's coming out is um, the Hellblasters uh, yes. kit, and that has more options for plasma destruction. Different. They have different plasma weapons. Basically, there's like there's standard. There's like the uh, standard Hellblaster plasma. Cannon thing that yeah. they that they carry, and then there's an assault version, yep. and then there's a heavy version, Yep. right? So and this new kit allows you to kit them out in any of those ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just have the Primaris hail blasters from the Dark Imperium, which I still haven't built yet. Yeah, we haven't built yeah. those guys yet. Yeah, we, so, yeah, I don't think you've built. A lot I haven't of built any of the Primaris Marines except for the Inceptors. Yeah, you get on That's that. That's it. But... I, I just still have the sprues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I just I'm not uh, compelled by the stats on the Primaris marines to want to build them hmm. you know I see, Yeah, they're, they're not, cool looking and i like them but i just there's nothing not that's like spectacular fluff. well there's i think i like a fluffy reason uh, that that's what primarily motivates me if i mean i think if they're, if they're incredible on the f- on the battlefield yeah that'll probably motivate me yeah, yeah but yeah. if there's a really thematic you know thing like, it, like if, it were, if they were characters yeah
1: that would incentivize me more, but, but they're not. But They're just kind of better, or slightly better guys who are more expensive. Yeah, slightly right. better guys who are more expensive. Yeah, yeah. so
0: n- therefore not a priority. All right, all right. But I will build I will so, them. I understand them. Yeah. Also, I don't know whether I want to make them as um, uh, Blood Angels or Iron Hands or
1: Raven Guard. Yes, for reasons we, we will, will get into later. <laughs> we will get into uh, later. Yeah, probably Raven Guard. Yeah, oh, the Space <laughs> Rain Codex. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay, um, well, with that, we should probably get- Yeah, well, there we go, transition. Perfect transition. Super smooth. Okay, so we cool. got our
0: hands today, or yesterday, on the uh, Space Marines Codex, the yep, brand new the, Space yeah. Marines
1: Codex just came out. Yep, just came out. Uh, yeah. It's very big. Oh uh, Yeah, how many pages is it in total? Uh, in total? Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm filling this space with the sound of my voice, and it's 208 pages right. total. That's- Hardcover, 208 pages. It was. 50 bucks yeah right this thing is a very big uh this is a big i mean i think this is uh almost or not almost the size but coming close to the size of like the main rule book Mm, yeah a a little bit not quite but not quite but but it's it's pretty
0: extensive now a lot of it is fluff yeah yeah a A lot of it is a
1: big portion yeah a lot of it's fluff
0: over half it's got the usual sections with like you know eminent battles yeah, yeah, you know, it's uh, got uh, a behind unit
1: the, description. Yeah, uh,
0: behind the scene, like basically the stories of each of the individual chapters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why they're cool, yeah. and it has different color schemes for the army.
1: A lot of the artwork we've seen before. Yes, um, and a lot of the new stuff is usually just depicting the new Primaris Marines. Right. Uh, right. Which could be another indication of the uh, sort of phasing out direction. Right yeah
0: and and i noticed that um unlike prior like seventh edition codices this time they've actually gone back to using artwork um in the data slate
1: for each of the individual units not all of them but for for some of them for the descriptions at least they've sort of it's sort of like a meld between the two styles because in sixth edition it was you would get an artwork a description yeah and then the stat line which was weird because then they would repeat the stat line again, but with points value. So what was the point of that? Yeah. And then they just went away with that uh, and did no descriptions for the unit or like very small descriptions on the side of the unit. And it was just mainly uh, a a picture of the model and then a stat line. And now it's um, artwork. With full, with full fluff descriptions and then like that sort of index style that yeah. they we saw in the actual like uh, index that they used to fill. I, I think it's between.
0: an evolution that is resulted in this and I think this is probably the most logical, best way to present the information.
1: I agree entirely. Yeah, so. and
0: I like that some of it is artwork, you know, and not, not just a photo of the model. Yeah. Because it just feels more fluffy and it feels more, it, I don't know, exciting. Cinematic, honestly. It's, yeah, it, cinematic, cinematic, yeah. yeah. Otherwise it looks like a model catalog and that's yeah. not... That's not fun. That's not fun. That's not fun. Okay. Um, overall impressions of the book?
1: It's very similar. It, it's basically just a few not really helpful additions to the index we already have. Um, as well as some stuff taken away, though. Uh, and yeah, I we'll, know there's under some, there's some grapes uh, you yeah, have. Yeah, we'll because, get into that in a second. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not happy about all that. But I guess we should talk about the some of the new stuff first. So... Uh, the new, like, uh, the new units, the Reavers and the Aggressors. Yeah. There are basically three new units in here, the Reavers, Aggressors, and then the Repulsor Tank. Yeah, Repulsor Tank. Right. Um, I haven't had a good chance to look at the Repulsor Tank yet, honestly, but I did take a good look at the Reavers and the Aggressors. There's a queer winner there. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. The Reavers are the stars. Reavers, the rea- are, Reavers are awesome. Reavers are nice. Um, Reavers are really nice. They're relatively cheap. I think they're around uh, the same points values as uh, Tactical Squad, um, but they get some of. They get a lot of the uh, primary stat lines. Uh, they get sort of a an infiltration slash um, deep strike options. Yep, uh, they can either infiltrate
0: or or come in and sort of yeah, teleport yeah. in, or you, you
1: you you choose between either grab shoots or grappling hooks. Yeah, uh, grav know. shoots allow essentially deep strike. Right, Gra- um grapnel guns, the little grapnel hooks, basically don't they don't allow deep strike as, as as when you're on the field, you can ignore
0: any vertical distances.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also enable a different mode of um, getting in, which is it's similar to deep strike. But you have to appear on a table edge. Hold on, let me.
0: Right, find as long as you're these. nine inches away from an enemy uh, model. Yeah, as long
1: as you're nine inches away. Yeah. Why uh, don't you read the rules? As long as yeah, when models with grapnel launchers move, they do yeah. Da, da, da. In addition, during deployment, you could set up this unit if it is equipped with grapnel launchers behind enemy lines. Instead of placing it on the battlefield, at the end of any of your movement phases, this unit can join the battle, set it up within six inches of battlefield edge of your choice. Yeah. And more than nine inches away from enemy models.
0: So it isn't just your your enemy's battle edge, but any edge, which is yeah. interesting. But they in? still have to be nine inches away. So there's some limitations there, but still some still so still nice options. More options. I I like that there are options that you can either grab shoot in like a like a teleporting yeah unit or or you can do one of the table edges. That's cool. Uh, I, the look of the models is amazing. Um, oh yeah, right. Um, yeah. They, they look- lower leadership. For any units that are, I think, within a certain distance three from inch. these guys. Three inches. They have three a three-inch
1: bubble of uh, oh. minus one leadership. Right. Um, they have both... Uh, I think they have both uh, bolt pistols, you remarked, and uh, bolt carbines. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both. They have both. Bolt carbines are nice because they're assault weapons, so you don't have to worry about you know uh, any limitations there. And the heavy bolt pistols are also uh, impressive because they have AP minus one, uh, which is just a, a nice little, a nice little thing. Just a nice little sweet. Yeah. You pot. have strength four, mm. AP minus one. And three up. Yeah, it's more like a four up. Yeah. It's like a more like a four <laughs> right. up to me. It's right. Like a like four right. Right. Um, and, uh, they are, uh, kind of scary in assault, uh, fairly scary. They have two attacks each. Uh, the reaver started having three, um, and their combat knives have the ability of every time they fight, they make an additional attack with that weapon. So it's more like three attacks each. Uh, not only that, but they have something called shock grenades, which as long as it's a grenade D3 and as long as it hits the um, opponent's y- unit, they're stunned, which means they cannot fire overwatch and they m- must subtract one from their two hit rolls that turn. That's annoying. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, that can be pretty rough. That'd be really
0: rough. If, so you can combine these guys. If you combine these guys with a character that had, you know, a lot of attacks or another assaulting unit. Yeah. Uh, these guys will soften him up. They, you know, they literally, literally soften them up, <laughs> right? And prevent Overwatch yeah, and all yeah. that. Oh, man. And then the other guys can just come in and wreck house. Yeah. I like them. I like them. I love the look of them. I like their stats. Um, definitely. I, I was very close to getting, uh, Box, but, <laughs> I've again I'm out of guilt I'm I'm gonna wait but they're definitely on my uh must buy list down the road right yeah. the other the other new unit is the aggressor yep. yeah yeah um, A kind of a weird animal I don't know where to exactly put it honestly
1: yeah I'm not cool the...
0: looking models I think cool. yeah no the models look great yeah the models look fantastic we, we talked about that last episode how um, awesome they look but the stats are
1: so mm. middle I, they're neither fish nor foul to me you know on honestly it's like looking at I we just put I play just played um Cult mech today it's like a re, it's like a really uh cheap Chinese knockoff of the castellan robots <laughs> yeah, really uh, no <laughs> honestly they have this sort of similar like weapon uh platform look with like the two big guns and yeah. they're sort of big walking guys. Uh and there's not that many it's like three per squad. Like the, the castellans are like two per squad. Um and they're supposed to be sort of tougher guys, but these just aren't as good, which which makes I mean they're way they're they're way less expensive at the same time. But what, what are their stats, their main stats? They the benefits they get mainly is um toughness five, okay. uh, which is nice, I must admit. Two, two wounds is regular for Primaris now. And they get some extra attacks, I guess, which is nice. But I otherwise,
0: guess, they're they're, they're uh, still three-up save, right? Uh, we were
1: speculating they might be two-up save, but it no, out we were it's, wrong. it's a three-up save, and I don't get why. Yeah. Because these guys can't really—I um, mean, they only move five inches. They have a maximum range of 18 inches. Um, if the opponent, if you know the opponent's coming to you, they can be used. They can be pretty useful, I think. Because if they don't move, they get two attacks with their shooting weapons. Yeah. If you're dealing with like an army you know is going to come at you, yeah, then that's great because these guys, the they're shooting is nothing to laugh at, honestly. Um, it's with if you use the uh, bolt storm gauntlets, what that's going to be six shots per guy, uh, so that's going to be eighteen. It, it, well, don't
0: don't they have two? Uh, is it each gun shoots three times or shoots six
1: times? Um, I think it just counts as one weapon. No, but they have two of them. No, no, no. I I understand. I understand they have two of them, but.
0: Hmm. I think it's a ton of shots coming out of these
1: guys. Each model's armed with bolt. Because it it says within the weapon profile, everybody calls it auto bolt storm gauntlets. Oh, gauntlet multiple. Yeah, okay. So it's going to be six shots per guy. Okay, so uh, that's 18 shots coming out of these guys. What's the strength? Uh, strength four. Strength four. Uh, AP nothing, damage one. Um, psh, the flames... St- not great, not great. The flame storm is nice because that's... Well, it's eight inches. It's salt 2d6, uh, which is beneficial, I'd say. Two D's, I think the regular flame is just assault D6, right? Yeah. So that's double the shots, or yeah. uh, potentially double the shots. It really depends, right, and, but, and if they're standing still and something's coming at you, you've now got four shots. Four shots of that, so. Oh, automatic D6. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like so, a giant wall of so, flame. So there is an obvious, um, I think there's an obvious setup right there for what you should get on these guys. But if you're, yeah, but if you're finding uh, any sort of gunline type group, like Imperial Guard or Tau... What are these guys really gonna do beyond get shot the moment they get in a range of anything?
0: Uh, yeah, they yeah, they're, they're gonna die like marines, like Primaris marines. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're they they're right? They don't not, have
1: an invuln save, right? All they have is toughness five, which is nice again, but yeah, it's not enough. I, that's why I think that I mean, it's the, not they don't have the movement of a bike. So yeah. if you
0: want toughness five, get bikes, and they've yeah. got you know twin bolters on there yeah i'll do right it. I'll and, do and it. plus you can take special weapons on your guys so why not i'd, I'd much rather go with bikes than the uh these guys yeah i'm, I'm gonna call them the transgressors the trans because they
1: transgress uh, against my this has been your daily dad joke <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks much much appreciate so
0: i love the models don't really love models. the uh don't love the stats maybe they play differently from the way we you know from just the ink on paper but i i just don't see it yeah i don't, don't get it good. all right so and the other thing is a is a uh, repulsor tank I, now honestly i've not had a chance to look at the repulsor review. you uh, no Dan? i haven't had a chance So we're not so let's not let's not comment on let, it. let's not speculate
1: <laughs> just make up stuff about the repulsor tank uh yeah, yeah it, it has uh don't tens hear. all across the board <laughs> uh, right. um, in terms of its stat right, line right it is the uh, potentially the greatest model ever released <laughs> I, I did. Every, yeah.
0: I think it. I think it allows a lot of ways to add arm, basically add armament, add weapons to it. It's got mm. like a bunch of different options, is what I remember, mm. and that's about it. I don't. I don't know if it's got any special, you know, extra toughness or any special extra, you know, ballistic skill or anything like that. But uh, it seems
1: to be what. What. What are its main oh, stats? It's tougher. Uh, it's t- toughness eight, which is nice. Yeah, I think that's a step above predator. Uh, sixteen wounds, which is higher. Yep. Uh, three up armor. Same.
0: Nice. What? Well, how about um, movement? How far does it move? Uh, ten inches. Okay.
1: So ten inches. Okay. This thing is moving around. Yeah. Um, comes with the heavy onslaught Gatling cannon, which is heavy twelve, strength five, AP minus one. That's good. That is I like good. that. Uh, twin heavy bolter, the Iron Hail heavy stubber, which is heavy 3 strength 4 ap minus 1 meh, except um it adds 1 to all hit rolls against targets i can fly and it subtracts 1s from No, the I like it. I like it. The, so it's basically an
0: anti. Yeah, it's an anti basically in that configuration yeah. it's anti infantry and anti flyer. Yeah, basically. Uh that's useful. I I I like the stats. Um uh,
1: what's do we know what the power level is for something like this? 16. Wow, it's a bit. It's uh, a bit. That might be a bit much. Hold on, let me let me check the uh, point value. Wow, because I'm gonna guess it's all that's gonna be also pretty expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. we pretty high. Uh, two hundred and ten points. Mm, no, because it's also apparently a uh, transport vehicle.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, how many models gonna fit?
1: Uh, ten Primaris infantry models.
0: Okay, well, okay. So if you're if you're Moving around Primaris dudes. Then
1: I guess this is your one of your few options. Oh, uh, and your opponent has to subtract two from charge rolls when charging. Because uh, of the grab wash. Because of the, yeah, the grab wash, the repulsor field. Right. Whoa. Right.
0: Um, okay. Um, I, if it was a little cheaper, I think it'd be great. I like it. It just I think it's expensive.
1: Yeah. I agree.
0: If it was just a little cheaper, for like 175 or 200 points, and maybe I would say it's good, but right. I'm not so sure it's good. All right. Okay. All right, so back to uh, I yeah. guess now we're just gonna move on to some of the new rules. Let's let's talk. Okay, so um, let's talk about warlord traits, and let's talk about the uh, chapter tactics for each of the individual uh, All right. chapters. Want to go with warlord traits first? Let's or? go with warlord traits first.
1: Well, alrighty then. We have six different. Um, universal warward traits across the across the space marine board. Um so any of your space marine warlords can just get one now because you don't have to roll the dumb die. You can just pick it. You can just pick it, which is again, just just so nice. Yeah, way it's better. Just so nice. I can we can just choose. Okay, so we have Angel of Death, um which is a six inch bubble of minus one leadership for your warlord. Okay. That's and, that's good in today's matter in today's rules. Yep. Yeah, all right we have uh imperium sword which is charge re-rolls uh as well as adding one to their attacks characteristic if once they charge good blood angels can can benefit from that for example if if this was if they added a thing in here yes you're right but they don't (laughs) they don't (laughs) true (laughs) they Uh, don't count they get they don't get this they get nothing right Iron Resolve, which is you add one to the wound characteristic of your warlord, and every time uh, your warlord loses a wound, they get six up uh, Feel No Pain. Okay. So an extra wound and six up Feel No Pain. Okay. Very useful. That That is very useful. No, I I would put that on the Consider Taken every time. Yeah. (laughs) Storm of Fire, which is uh, when you roll a. Wound roll of six um, f- or more for a friendly chapter. You know, if in six inches of the warlord and the shooting phase, the armor penetration characteristic is increased by one. So okay. basically you reduce a bubble of extra AP. Right. Which is pretty good.
0: Yeah. Pretty if, good. if you like, okay, so imagine a warlord with a bunch of hellblasters. So they already have plasma. They're minus three on the plasma. Now it's minus four.
1: Now it's make. Now you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice, but you probably just want to put them with Devastators because Devastators are a yeah, because Devastators cool are cool. Are a and little can better. A, yeah. Oh, last oh minus four last cannons. Uh yeah, suddenly yeah minus all four st- la- minus four last all cannons. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, that yeah. melted gun isn't looking so hot. Yeah. Yeah. So that that could be useful, uh, especially in like an Iron Warriors esque army. Then there's Rights of War. Okay, which, which is that friendly units within uh six inches automatically pass morale tests which is in this environment nice but you already have um and they shall know no fear which sort of reduces the effectiveness of this i think maybe if this was in the guard codex Uh-huh. <laughs> that would be really useful right but uh uh not amazing i'd say and then there's champion of humanity which is you add one to all hit and wound rolls, uh, made by the warlord when they're targeting enemy characters. I like this one. Uh, I'm not so hot on this one. I, I like it. I, it's
0: situational, but if you're going to go, uh, uh, character hunting with your warlord, then uh, this is the one to take.
1: Yeah. But I think in this, in the new meta, how often is your warlord going to be specifically fighting the other guy's warlord? It's a little. It, it's a but, little bit more difficult no, it, these it, days. But the uh, the rule is about characters, not just warlords. Yeah, characters. But even then, it's gonna be. So you're good at really good at killing the enemy sergeants and maybe some of their helpful bonus guys. Uh, yeah, get rid of those buffs. Get rid oh, of those auras. But but. but mm, oh well, I, it I like. I, like I, it. I think it's. I think I feels way too uh, situational. Uh, especially when you have things like increased armor penetration. And extra wound. Yeah, yeah. It all depends on what you want to do.
0: Like, yeah. I, I want to be aggressive, so I, I like. No, no, no. This.
1: I, I agree. But again, uh... this
0: would be great for Blood Angels, but again, they don't, they don't get it because <laughs> okay. they're not in this book. All right. So that. Uh, so those, those are the. Those are the, the board uh, yeah. Ones. Those are the uh, generic ones. Okay.
1: And, and then there are, uh, four. There are <sighs> eight. There are eight, for all of the uh, varying chapters and whatnot. Uh, well, not all of them, but the ones that appear in this book. So there's the Ultramarines one, which is adept of the Codex. Freaking nerds. Um, <laughs> while your warlord's alive, you roll a dice when you spend a command point, and on a five up, that that command point immediately refunded. Ooh, ooh, that's nice. That that can that's that. I think that's nice.
0: You're you're using up your warlord trait to basically roll a die, and you may not get. It. It
1: may not work. It might not work, but if it does, you get, you basically get freebie resources Mm. to just reroll die and automatically pass morale stuff. This game is not about accounting. This game's super. (laughs) I mean, there's literally Math Hammer. Are you, what? I don't play that way. (laughs) Again, that's why I said freaking nerds. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah, that's
0: true. They're the nerds yeah sorry um, right. I don't want to worry about my debits and credits
1: <laughs> no I, I get it I get it um, it's non-fluffy it's very that's a meta that's a meta thing that is a very meta but yeah, it makes sense because they're all well they're always portrayed as the freaking again they're always portrayed as the freaking nerds. so yeah why not give them a nerdy ability okay um. <laughs> crew cut okay <laughs> Don't die. <laughs> okay. Um, next up, White Scars. Deadly Hunter. Uh, you roll dice each time your reward finishes a charge move within one inch of an enemy unit. On a four-up, that unit suffers a mortal wound. A free mortal wound? That's I don't good. No, on a four-up.
0: Look, I'd rather roll a four-up and get a mortal wound against my one, enemy than roll a five-up and get a command point back. One? One mortal wound on a four-up if you charge? Oh not great not great mortal wound i don't know I, I, no one I, I, won't save against it so i would say yes it's worth it
1: ye- yeah uh, it, it, yeah i'd say it's a little situational bio, but it can work next up imperial fists with architect of war so friendly imperial fist units within six inches of your ward um that are receiving cover benefits at an additional one to their saving throws against an attack with an AP characteristic of minus one specifically.
0: Oh, that's too situational.
1: That's super weird. Because but like
0: bolters are not
1: going to... You, your specific minus one <laughs> weaponry can't get us up here in our cover, which is already helping us. <laughs>
0: right. Mm, uh, you're like, I don't have that. I've got cannons and bolters. <laughs> so your stupid uh warlord trade, it means nothing to me.
1: Yeah, that's really that. That's, it only that,
0: works against AP minus one weaponry? And only when you're in cover. Well I can see that, but that means, in a six inch bubble. No, that's dumb. That's just what a waste. That's <laughs> only,
1: bad. only when your people are in cover in a six inch this bubble for, do they this, get the benefits. This is for Imperial Fist. Of ignoring AP minus one. Yes, this is Imperial right. Fist.
0: So you're hard to paint because you're yellow. And you get a crappy warlord trait. Sorry, Imperial Fists,
1: you lose. You lose. You, you lose, lose the, codex. this. You lose this codex round. You lose. Sorry. All right. All right. So next up, Crimson Fists, tenacious opponent. If there are at least ten mo- uh, enemy models within six inches of your ward, when he fights in the fight phase, add D three to his attacks until the end. of the- that's, okay. No, that's okay. No, it's okay. D three. D three. If, if you're, you're surrounded every round, by a swarm wait is what 3 for the
0: whole battle or is it D3 for every fight? In the fights phase. In the fight phase. Until so, the end of the phase. So if you're fighting swarms, if you're fighting guard or orcs or whatever. But
1: that's a very situational I, I agree. I'm not That's super situational. If you're fighting for attack. What if you're fighting like the robots or you're fighting a demon prince or yeah, some like, other tough guy? Yeah, then like, you're just yeah. nope, not getting this combat bonus because you aren't surrounded by a swarm of dudes fighting 10 knights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I think the result of that one is a bit of a Horygon. I conclusion. got an extra <laughs> attack. How do, you even, how do you even fit the knights around him? Yeah, like not, well, all of them, yeah. hey, not all of them are going to be able to attack. They're just the model is so big There's just be too many. They're lined up. <laughs> I'm, I'm just you, can now, get,
0: you can get like maybe
1: three or four of them around. One I'm, inch, I'm, that I'm just one now inch. imagining a bunch of knights <laughs> all like, lined up around. doing like just stomping on this one <laughs> primary space marine. This crimson was, fist. This one crimson fist. Okay. Uh yeah, two
0: situational like yeah, not enough of a benefit. All right one again. again. All right. Sorry, Crimson Fist. You lose again.
1: <laughs> next. Uh, fu- fittingly enough, Crimson Fists uh descended from Imperial Fists. Th- so that's why. See? there we go. They, right. <laughs> it just battle a c them. Uh black Templars are next. Okay. Oath Keeper. Uh your warlord can perform a heroic intervention intervention if the enemy is, if the enemies are within 6 inches and can move up to 6 inches when doing so that's okay that's like no one expects a spanish inquisition but if it's your warlord doing right don't you not want your warlord being thrown into like a dangerous situation what if what if you like uh attack with your crusaders or whatever
0: your black templar units are and then your warlord didn't make the the the
1: charge uh, yeah, I guess I can help. and then so that suddenly it's like helpful, but again situational, kind of.
0: Yeah, eh. it's it, but it's fluffy. It's very black. It's fluffy. Te- it's very
1: black templars. Eh, it's all right. Yeah, salamanders. Ooh, I like this one. Uh, Anvil of strength. Wait, let's go back to the black Templars for a second.
0: Total total side topic. Uh, the um, Hell's Reach video series is continuing, guys. Yes. We're going to bring it up every episode because this guy, Richard Boylan, the director, deserves as many views as possible. And it's ball about the Black Templars on, on Armageddon. And it is freaking awesome. And I think there's a new episode that just came out today. I think they're up to seven episodes. Yeah, Amazing. I'm listening to the audiobook kind of around the same time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's so great. So anyway, that's my Black Templars little side thing. All right, let's go to the salamanders.
1: Well, I do appreciate that because I just realized I really enjoy the Salamander's chapter tactic, which we'll get to later. But not this. <laughs> oh, oh, what's this? Anvil Strength. You add once to the Strength characteristic of your War Ward. Uh, uh, yeah, so it
0: goes to Strength 5. Whatever. Okay, all
1: right. You I'm know. a little bit beefier.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. I've been working my quads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sound minutes kick, or do they
0: jump? I don't understand why his quads <laughs> just his quads get stronger. Just his quads. <laughs> look wow. at my quads, look at my card black quads, my red, red eyes, and my quads. <laughs>
1: They're popping <laughs> armor. <laughs> yeah.
0: My armor is big enough on my quads.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it, it's just the quads. It's <laughs> everything else. It's <laughs> super skinny. Except the... Qu- <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: <Well, laughs> richly large quads. And otherwise skinny. It's body. <laughs> Yeah, we play with fire, <laughs> with Quads.
1: They didn't skip leg day. Okay, all right. All right,
0: you've convinced me it's not that great. It's not that great, it was not great. Especially if everyone was laughing at him.
1: Oh, it's just the warlord. It's just their leader. Yeah, the guy they put in charge, (laughs) it's just his large. That's what he's got going for him. What makes him unique? He's got what makes him our leader. (laughs) He's got
0: the biggest quads, look at (laughs) them, they're huge.
1: Yeah, and they just they just answer like, of, of course it's this. Yeah, <laughs> why else? Yeah, we you all making, agree. Yeah, he's got the am, biggest squad. He, <laughs> he's else, our leader. Yeah, <laughs> what, what else? What, what what are what are your leaders like? <laughs> what are your skinny legged leaders <laughs> like? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> we carry on pictures of ours. Our <laughs> leaders' legs. Yeah. <coughs> all right, I don't know why you got why you a equated plus one strength. to This guy's quads <laughs> not made of the defining characteristic of the salamanders. That makes no sense at all. But okay. <laughs> all right, so
1: not 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 the best war trait. All right, next. Okay, moving on before we lose our minds. Yeah. A um, uh, raven guard. The Silent Stalker. Enemy units cannot fire overwatch at your warlord. Oh, that's good. That's good. See, that's useful. Yeah, useful and fluffy. Uh, I like it. Me too. No funny quad uh, jokes to make on that one. That one's good. No. Okay. Maybe he's got... Maybe because he jumps on them. <laughs> he's got... I'm okay. Uh, no, moving on. Yeah. Moving, on. The, 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 moving yeah, on. Moving on. on. Iron Hands. Yeah. Uh, merciless Logic. Each time you roll a hit roll of six up uh for reward to make an extra attack at the same uh, at the same target using the same weapon the bonus attacks cannot generate further attacks yeah it's
0: okay it's again it's just it's too random i don't i don't i like things that are a little more pervasive and that's just uh you know rolling on a six you might get one extra attack uh not not great yeah it's fine. Yeah, so, no. I see. Like that's what I. I just prefer to get the warlock tree where they where you just automatically get the thing, yeah. an extra
1: attack, yeah.
0: right? So like that's way better than the iron hands one. That we, yeah, like, if that's... you roll it, you get an extra six. You get a roll a six, you get an extra one. That makes no sense.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree with you there.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's clearly some of the generic ones are more, uh, more just proper. better than uh than the chapter specific ones. So I I think these are a little sloppily written. I'm not I'm not excited about it about.
1: Yeah, all. Of them. They're they're okay. They're, they're okay. okay. They're not amazed at the world trades. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. However, we Chapter should move tactics. on to the to the big ones. Chapter tactics. Okay. Chapter tactics. knees. Now they don't
0: they don't apply to all the units in your, you know, uh, Astartes army. They only apply to certain things, right? Infantry, bikers, and what else?
1: Uh, dreadnoughts. And yeah, dreadnoughts. That's it. We're gonna start off with our boys in blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, ultramarines. Theirs is called Codex Discipline because of course it is. Yeah, nerds. Seriously. What is it? Add one to the leadership characteristics of all Ultramarine models with this tactic. In addition, Ultramarines units can, with this tactic can still shoot in a turn in which they fall back. But if you do so, you must subtract one from their hit rolls in the shooting phase.
0: Oh, uh, that's good. I like it. That's very good. That's very practical. Yeah. Just like the Ultramarines.
1: Yep, very practical boringly, running. boringly tr- practical. Boringly practical. Yes. Yeah, I think that's But it's a good a one. It's, it's a good, it's good one. Good. Next, White Scars Lightning Assault. Uh, whenever a White Scars unit uh, with this tactic advances and moves an extra two inches, and in addition uh, to the distance rule, in addition to the distance rolled, in addition, White Scars uh, with this tactic can still charge in a turn in which they fell back.
0: Oh, that's good. So, and that's very fluffy.
1: Hit and it's hit and run essentially. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, uh, like I had good, before, good for them. Sort of. uh, next, Siege Masters from Imperial Fists. <laughs> <laughs> what do they get? Okay. Um, enemy units do not receive the benefit of their saving throws for being in cover against uh, attacks made by Imperial Fist models with this tactic. In addition, you can re roll any field wound rolls for Imperial Fist units with this tactic when they are targeting a building. Okay, first part good good yeah good good. solid second part super situational barely gonna use it yeah Eh.
0: because i don't think there's anything in the meta that encourages taking bastions (laughs) or you know bulwarks or any kind of defense buildings these days no i don't think so right but i i guess it can be in a narrative game yeah for sure
1: yeah, it's it's fine, I guess. And it's it, it's
0: consistent with the Crimson Fist lore, or I mean, with, yeah, with yeah, the Imperial, Imperial, Fist. Imperial Fist lore. Yeah, yeah. being siege masters.
1: Weirdly enough, Imperial Fist, like, the Crimson Fist—they don't get a—they don't get a chapter tactic. They got a World War trait for some reason, but they don't get a chapter tactic. Hmm? Screw them. <laughs> 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 That's what the emperor said. That's what the emperor. the the, the moment The moment uh, the emperor. Gets off the golden throw. Where are those crimson fists? <laughs> Screw those guys. Yeah. They're getting a one way ticket into the eye of terror. That's right. Okay, what's next? Black Tempors with righteous zeal. They reroll failed charge rolls. That's it. That's okay. Fitting character, I guess, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, next, Salamanders. Uh, master Artisans. Artisanal qu- Qua. No. Let's, not go, okay, Let's not go back to that. Let's not go back to that. I couldn't. I couldn't. Nope, nope, nope. They have statues. No, I actually, oh. I, I actually <laughs> like this chapter tactic. Yeah, it is good. Uh, you can reroll a single failed hit roll and single failed wound roll made for a Salmoner's unit with this tactic each time it shoots or fights. Basically, okay. everyone's got a little, little mastercrafted. One mastercrafted uh, reroll.
0: For, for hit and wounds. Yeah, no, that's great. That's I, nice. I think that, that really um, helps with the math. So,
1: a good one. Uh, next up, the one everyone was freaking out about, and then we realized, oh, it doesn't apply to uh, the freaking storm, <laughs> the storm <raids."> ravens. <laughs> so yay, uh, raven guard shadow masters. Your opponent must subtract one from any hit rolls when shooting at raven guard y- units but if this tactic if they are more w- than twelve inches away.
0: Oh man, that's great.
1: That's really nice. That's so, really cool. Yeah. Um,
0: so dreadnoughts become even tougher now because
1: harder to hit. Problem. However, yeah. while it's really good, I and it's sort of fluffy in a certain way in, in, a, in a way it isn't. And the, the reason I say that on the, is because the whole the whole if you're 12 inches away, you get a net you get um, to influence your opponents shooting while it fits with the whole stealth thing. it encourages like a style of play that I don't think is in fitting with Raven Guard. It encourages like you being very far away from your opponent and lobbing shots at them so you can continually get that benefit yeah. at safe distances as opposed to being all ambush sneak attack style and just jumping on the guys. Um
0: yeah, I mean so- I mean it's consistent with the whole concept of them being stealthy oh, yeah, because no. they're harder for, to hit. For
1: sure, for sure. Right. It, but, it but fits it, in that part, but in the, in the way it encourages a style of play, I don't think it fits. Okay.
0: I, I hear what you're saying. It, yeah. Uh, this would make, I mean, this makes uh, Raven Guard, uh, Centurion, Devastators and Devastators um, and, uh, and Dreadnoughts really powerful.
1: I know, but then that's when it shouldn't be powerful. In a Raven I get God's it, army. but but right. yeah, it, and snipers are of,
0: obviously har- much harder to hit now. Yeah,
1: and, but in terms of the meta, uh, that's powerful. That's real powerful, man. Yeah, that's really powerful. I agree.
0: Um, that's why I may start a Raven Guard army because I think they got they got the,
1: the probably one of the best chapter <laughs> they, tactics. They really do. Yeah, uh, they. It, I think they great. have maybe the best. Probably, probably the best. Yeah, uh, because the last on our list is Iron Hands, The Flesh is Weak. Yep. It's a very metal album name. You The Roll or roll Die, it's, basic, it's six up. It's six up, feel no pain for everything. Right. It's six up, feel no pain for everything. Which, which is, yeah, yeah. Your characters, your warlords,
0: your infantry, your dreadnoughts, dreadnought stuffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So I, it's good. It's good. Yeah, no, I like it. I, that's why I started uh, an Iron Hands army because of their you know, six up, feel no pain yeah. from the last edition. And now this sort of continues that. So I like it. Unfortunately, one of the
1: main reasons you started an Iron Hands army is now gone.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, yes, let's talk about some of the stuff that's that's now gone from the uh, Codex. So, several uh, obvious units have been <laughs> deleted. So, what, one of my tactics when I as yeah. you guys listen to the podcast, every time I played Iron Hands, I would bring out uh, Chapter Master or Smash Effer. Yeah. Um, right. So, First off, mm-hmm. Chapter Masters are not found as one of the units available from the get-go it, you have to use a strategium to get yourself a chapter master which
1: is weird i think it's like you, what you get promoted on the on the, on the job. field
0: <laughs> you get promoted on the field yeah yeah so so it's no longer like an you can't like include it at the beginning yeah. so that so so SM- smash effort is gone for a couple of reasons and also like the relic the gorgon's chain mm-hmm. is that's, no longer so, part of the codex so so that's gone so first death no chapter master second death no gorgon's chain which was an incredible relic third third death here we go yeah no apothecary no on a bike yeah no apothecaries on a bike no chaplains White. on a bike so i would i would roll out basically a chapter master on a bike which is toughness five he'd get the gorgon's chain which it gives him a three up uh, in bone save plus he's he, he had a two up armor save I think
1: yeah and he had um I think maybe a five of them I think even a f- four-up or three-up at the height of his powers um, feel no pain. Yeah, I think he would... He, he basically... An eternal uh, warrior.
0: Yeah, under certain... Uh, under With a certain, you know, detachment or faction, he had a three-up or two-up re-roll, you know, feeling no pain or something. something ridiculous.
1: It was, No, it was certain with um, Apothecary and yeah. some other guys rolling out Right,
0: but him. now uh, Apothecaries on bikes are not listed in here. Chaplains on bikes are not listed in here. Mm-hmm. So I would roll up with a bunch of bikers and then the chaplain would give them, everybody uh, re-rolls. The Apothecary would give everybody... Uh, a. A better feel no pain than the than the iron hands one mm-hmm. it increased that by one right and then the gorgon chain would you know even do better than that for the uh, chaplain master it made for a really resilient tough hard hitting unit yep chaplain on bikes are no longer a thing apothecaries on bikes are no longer a thing I'm I'm not crazy about the new apothecary rules before they could affect a bunch of guys now they can basically resurrect or bring back wounds to one model yep <laughs> not I don't know. I I'd, I'd rather not waste a point. I'm trying to bring back one guy at a time. Necrons get that in mass. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I like, uh, mm. I think apothecaries are just not not uh, for me. Not the kind of choice I want.
1: You know. A, a moment of silence for chapter master. <laughs> smash effort. Yeah. Gone in memoriam. In memoriam.
0: Now you can still look. There's a lot of ways to make a very um, iron hands tough. You know, uh, warlord. You can have a captain. That you can promote to a chapter master with uh, with what is that Termin- two,
1: two command points?
0: Yeah, Too many. Um, <laughs> and then he'll have Terminator armor, right? So he's got two up save. He can take the Shield Eternal, and then that'll give him a three up save. Plus, it halves any damage that you know is from damage yeah, from from, from any, yeah, basically halves any damage toward him. Yeah, um, so he's fairly resilient, right there. And he needs, he has a six up, you know, uh, I take no wound because the flesh is weak, kind of a thing. Um, so mm-hmm. that's still you still have a pretty resilient guy, you know, chapter master, until he comes across mortal wounds. Uh, yeah, exactly. shield eternal does nothing. The shield eternal does nothing, right. Right. Uh, right. So and by the but by the way, that's probably okay, you know, for the game's sake.
1: yep, yeah, but I mean, gotta be frank, yeah, yeah, it's the like, aren't, the iron hands super dead.
0: aren't as tough as they used to be, honestly, with this with the new rules. so i'm I'm a little disappointed. I think the Raven Guard are the new black. That's what I think.
1: I mean... Uh, I, 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 can't, mean I, can't, I can't I can't tell whether to laugh or not at that joke. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, Literally, they're the new black. They're the new Iron black. Iron Hands were the old black or the black
1: armor. Raven yeah, Guard, I, 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 the I, new yeah, black Please armor. stop. Yeah. <laughs> I needed to explain the joke. Please, dear God. <laughs> All right. Um, um, that... All oh, we
0: want to... Yeah, we're not going to... There's, yeah, gonna...
1: there's extra stratageums in here and stuff. And uh, chapter relics. Uh, there's, there's relics,
0: nah. but we're not going to... Get the book. Just, just, just buy the book. <laughs> if you point. are and playing Astartes, you got to get the book. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Right. Do that. Um. I, yeah. Overall, I think that it's long on fluff and short on, like, actual data. I mean, it's updated, so you need it if you play Astartes... But I honestly thought there was going to be I don't know why I don't know why I just thought there would be more like playable content as opposed to fluff content in here. So mm-hmm. I'm like just I'm not, out of a ten out of ten I'm going to give this book an eight point five.
1: That seems about fair. I think this is a really solid book. Yeah, solid. Um, Good. B yeah. plus. You know. Yeah, uh, I think it's a solid book. Um, it doesn't bring anything dramatically new to the table. It just sort of it's it's just a fairly practical book for the most right I, I think i think um a part of the reason why it doesn't look like they have so much like in the way of rules is because of a, partially because of the new format of how they're uh, presenting rules now everything's very uh, minimal in the rule section and it's very grandiose in the yeah, actual fluff section um, which I think is great, gonna be great for new players um, because it'll suck them into all the crazy, oh, wacky yeah, stories. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's really great, and the, I like
0: that they have like all of these, uh, you know, sections for like yeah. uh, other other foundings and other chapters that you typically don't hear about. You know, they've got new ones in here for new primaries, found, founding chapters, and other chapters that you hadn't heard of. Yeah, and patent schemes to go along with them, and that's cool. Um, I, I, you're right I forget I'm a little jaded so because we've been playing now for a few years we've seen a lot of this stuff but if you're just if you're just starting because of 8th edition this is a great book because it's got so many great stories about all of these heroes and chapters and um, you know different you know events that happen in the depth of Astartes it's for all of that, it's great. It's, it's a fun book to read through. Yeah, it is. Right. I, you're right. I should look at this with more fresh eyes, and I'm not. I'm, I'm looking at it through jaded, cynical eyes. I oh,
1: don't know. It's fine. I, honestly, I'm a pretty harsh grader. I'd probably just give this an 8 or an 8.5 or something. Yeah. Even with I'm my- not
0: changing my grade, um, but I, I still think that if you're an experienced player, you're going to find it uh, less uh, less wonderful than a new player would. A new player is going to find it. to think it's awesome. Yeah. I okay. All Any right. other last thoughts on the book?
1: Uh, i think we've
0: c- covered it okay well we're we're we're, we're probably going to skip uh, the gray knights one because we don't we currently don't play gray knights yeah um, um but we're looking forward to chaos space marines or i'm looking forward no i'm looking the- forward to it too i've I'm, <laughs> i've got an iron warriors uh you know yeah well, we'll uh, see army how- that I'm, I'm working on so i, I we'll hope see.
1: that works out well
0: <laughs> it will oh it will <laughs> there are no there are no imperial fists. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's apologize to all the imperial, imperial and crimson fist players yeah, who are it. just
1: who are just just not having a yeah. But fun but not to the big
0: thigh salamanders. <laughs> yeah. Why did why did that make us I, don't laugh so much? I don't know I don't Made know. Made you laugh so much. I didn't. Laugh. I was laughing at you.
1: You, you, laughing, you, <laughs> you were laughing. I was laughing with
0: you, laughing at you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cruel man. Okay, on that note, um, we'll take a little break. And when we come back, we'll talk about our battle report in which the cult Mechanicus took on the Iron Hands. We're back. Okay, this time we played a uh, 100 power level. Yep, it was uh, Iron Hands versus Cole Mechanicus. Yes, it was. It was a battle of the uh, of, of Flesh's Weak doctrines. Yeah, Flesh's. <laughs> there was some sort of heresy between the Iron Hands version of the Flesh's Weak. Too much. The, the Cole Mechanicus. Just Mechanicus enough flesh. <laughs> right. It was about how much flesh was really the right amount. How much flesh does it take to get to the center <laughs> of
1: a dunce? <density? laughs>
0: Let's find out. And we did. So, nice. um, all right. So we rolled up, uh, we always roll up between Eternal. We one, On a 1, 2, 3, we always play Eternal War. On a 4, 5, 6, we play Maelstrom. This time we rolled up Maelstrom. Yep. We rolled uh, up the Spoils of War mission.
1: Yeah, which was helpful because we new, uh, new tactical objectives. Oh, we got
0: the new tactical objectives for the Codex uh, Space Marines. Yep. Right. So so we wanted to use those cards. So that worked out well. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in that mission, you have uh, six objectives on mm-hmm. the table. Mm-hmm. Right, and then um, basically you roll three uh, uh, you, tactical objectives. Yeah, you got three tactical objectives. Uh, yeah, and you and always have to have three in your hand, no more, no less. You could also steal your opponent's tactical objective. So when it's got, when, it, when it's secure. When yeah, it's secure, if it's secured an objective, you could basically steal that yeah. first if you wanted to. Yeah. Right, um, and then you had um, Linebreaker, You had slay the warlord, and what else did you
1: have? First blood. And first blood, all yeah. that fun stuff.
0: All right. We, uh, you won the deployment. So you picked the, uh, you determined the deployment. Yep. You picked table sides. Yep. Right. Uh, and you, I started, I started deploying. You but, started deploying. But I had, very, I had, I had, I had a very elite army. So I should, I should probably go over my army.
1: Yes. Why don't you do that?
0: Okay. I'll go over my army. Okay. So my army consisted of a captain in Terminator armor. He had two lightning claws and the shield eternal. Um, I had a chaplain in Terminator armor. He was rocking a combi plasma. Mm -hmm. For my troops, I had uh, scout squads in camo cloaks Mm -hmm. and sniper rifles. I had two tactical squads. Uh, One one had a heavy, uh, one had a flamer, and the other one had a LASCAN. The sergeants had plasma pistols and power swords. Uh, For my elites, I had a Terminator squad, regular old Terminators. Regular old. They had uh, chain fists and uh and storm bolters, right? And then mm-hmm. one of them had an assault cannon. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had also an inceptor squad, mm-hmm. uh, the new Primaris Inceptor Squad, the yeah. little floating teletubbies. Yeah, the teletubbies. yeah. They they came with assault bol- bolters. Mm-hmm. And then I, I had a predator all with last cannons, so that's four last cannons on the predator. Mm-hmm. I brought a storm raven gunship equipped with two last cannons. Two multi-meltas, hurricane bolters, and two storm strike missile launchers, and then I also brought along a relic Leviathan a dreadnought. He had the grav flux bombard, two heavy Flamers, and a Leviathan uh, siege claw with the yeah. melting gun on it. That came to a 100
1: uh, in power level. All right. What's your army? I had the man, the myth, the legend. It's Belisarius' call, uh, and. It's not just him, obviously, that'd be weird, a little weird. Spellisarius Call and his buddy, the Tech Priest Dominus. Him, Guitari Rangers, one squad of five, two five-man squad, the Vanguards, uh, both with om- all of these guys had Omni-specs, a squad of the ever-loving Electro-Priests, the Corpuscari kind, the Jazz Hand of kind, can't go without him, Cybernetic Data Smith. Uh, Sakeran infiltrators uh, with taser goes and then flechette blasters the rust stalkers with the transonic blades tech priest Engine seer with a servo arm the iron strider ballastari with the twin Cognis laz cannons Castellan robots two of them uh, both all with heavy phosphor blaster cannons or whatever they're called and the one uh, since now uh, the heavy phosphor blaster cannons are um well, since Twin winged worked as basically just doubles the shots, uh, I went for three of them on each. Yeah, That turned out to be a good decision, I think. And then the Oniger Crawler with the uh, Neutron Laser, uh, Broad Spectrum Data Tether, and the Cognis Heavy Stubber. As well as, uh, sort of, not exactly the start of the show, but a very helpful part of it, the Knight Errant. That's right, first time on the uh, podcast. First time I think either of us has used in eighth edition. Yeah. Yeah. Eighth edition, we yeah. Hadn't had, we hadn't played with the knight yet. We well, hadn't played with the knight. So, so. he he came with the uh, thermal cannon
0: and Reaper chain sword, right? Yep. Okay. And Multigun. gun. And multi gun. Was that hundred points? Ninety seven. Ninety seven power level. Okay. All right. So um, it turns out because I had less units, I I had a very elite. Once I looked at my army, it he was lo- small, it was tiny. It was tiny. <laughs> it was tiny. I didn't have that many units on the table. It turns mm. out because uh, they were all very elite um and uh i got to go first as a result yes um so I, alec rolled to seize and i did the uh, omnisire right. wills it so there's a point in the game where one of us goes that's it i lost that's yeah. it
1: and it's and it's usually i'm usually the one who like makes the doom calls. Right. and then this i i yeah, had yeah. said
0: right before you had rolled the roll to seize was like if you roll to seize I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm, yeah. I've lost, <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 and then he rolls the Cs. Yeah, and then I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm yeah, dead. Yeah. Th- so why don't we just go over turn I, at one? At first,
1: I, at first, I thought I, I, <laughs> I could have sworn you were just like, like making fun of me because I usually, I yeah. usually that you're like, the
0: one that does a doom call first. I,
1: I'm always the one who like the moment I like see the the battles turning one way. And I think uh, I'm not sure if I can recover the this. I'm gonna. I usually say like, I'm probably gonna lose or something like that. And I make the call. This was a very early call uh, from you. So uh, let's see how it went. Turn one, you had basically put your Leviathan dreadnought like right on my doorstep. Right, as uh, as,
0: for, as far on my uh, border as I possibly could. As you possibly not could. not in cover, like right in the middle
1: of the battlefield. And right up the the Because I'm going. Him. I'm
0: going first. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And right across from him is call the robots, uh, the Dominus, the Datasmith, all the Electro Priests, I and a squad of Vanguards are all walking up center. And to their left is the Knight. Right. So this and is what
0: my lonely relic Leviathan is facing.
1: Yes. But I had a plan. And the plan what, did not. What, what was that plan? Just out of curiosity.
0: The, the plan was to basically go after uh, your robots. Because I th- I think I I could have done some damage to the robots. Okay, that's, right? that's Probably accurate, right? Uh, and then engage them in um, in assault. Yeah. Right. And I think I could have killed them with yep. my Leviathan dreadnought. Sure. Right. And then slowly chop my way through your little Death Star with with Belisarius in it.
1: But that did not happen. <laughs> it was not to be. <laughs> why don't you Why don't you it talk was about what happened? Not to be because in the very first turn. It got blown away. (laughs) Bada bing, bang, boom. Sixteen power
0: level points are gone immediately. That's it. A combination of melt that thermal cannon from the uh, melted shots from the night. Yeah. And then a bunch of shots
1: from the, uh, I think, the robots. Was it the robot? I I thought it was the uh, twin las cannons. Was it the robots? Uh... I know know the robots would do work later, but... um... Right. Uh, no, I think you, the robots actually uh,
0: reduced my, my Predator by yeah, a couple, of, a couple of wounds. That's where that started. Yeah. Right. So, so it, it,
1: was, it was, there was last cannons from the Cogniz, the last cannon. It was an early successful blow. Yes. Um, Boom. As, as well as, I believe I earned like, what, three points? on that turn
0: because you also infiltrated your infiltrators yeah and from, it, from my battlefield. oh yeah and this from was my from my backfield and this
1: was super unexpected because i never i never thought that they were gonna be able to kill your one of your attack squads for the flechette blasters took out three of them right and then they were somehow able to make the charge <laughs> right. i don't know how they did that but they did and yep. they killed them all right and got an objective uh that they were near they weren't sitting on it but they were near it and so I got like, uh, secure, I got the objective two, I got objective six, and, and first blood. Right. So boom, right May, away. Three, maybe something else. I'm not sure if I'm remembering it all super clearly, but it was just, it was a pretty devastating. Three first victory strength. points right off the bat. Yeah. More importantly,
0: you kill my my relic Leviathan. Yeah. So that was so that. Rough. Was okay. So that was that was uh, your turn one. Yes. My turn one. In comes my storm raven. Yes. Right and um so that deployed in comes my uh, terminators the chaplain in terminator armor and my captain in terminator armor yeah and that they appeared in about the middle of the field yeah right kind of across staring at you nine inches away from your robots and belisarius call yep right and then in, in come my inceptors yep my inceptors perched on top of a uh some uh, Battlefield debris, a uh, building. Yeah, yeah. So put them in cover. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to tell you, the Inceptors were great. Inceptors, uh, uh, they I, I didn't think they were going to be great, but and I was kind of making fun of them as the flying tail tubbies. Yeah, yeah. But those guns of theirs are awesome. Strength five minus one AP. You know, mm-hmm. um, eighteen shots between the three of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Because they basically, and for meqs you know, or, or less, mm-hmm. they can just like, we're going to delete you this turn. <laughs> and that's what they did. Mm-hmm. Like every turn that they shot when they when they were full strength, they, a whole unit of five would just vanish under their withering fire. Yep. So they were fantastic. I think that turn, what did they kill first? They killed, uh, was it Vanguard? A Vanguard, a Vanguard squad. Yeah, Vanguard squad. So like they disappeared because they just got shot to pieces because of them. Mm-hmm. And then they're sitting in, in terrain, so that makes them two up. You know, on mm-hmm. under saving throw, so that's fantastic. So love them, and they're mobile, ten inch. So I love love them, and I think um, if you use them properly, and we'll talk about that later, mm-hmm. um, they're a fantastic unit. Um, my Storm Raven this turn didn't do much. I, I whiffed on uh, on pretty much all my rolls, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, so I th- I think I, I knocked uh, a couple of points off of your uh, knight as a, a combination between the predator last cannons and the um and the uh ornaments on the uh, storm raven yeah right so i'm like okay I, I barely took off like two wounds off your knight or something so i'm like this is going to be a long game <laughs> and my one of my big heavy hitters is gone so suddenly i'm, I'm facing you know a knight mm-hmm. and you know a, a death star from with bell sorry, call is calling the middle sure so um Apart from killing your vanguard, I didn't really do much. I didn't secure any objectives. Any objectives that turn?
1: That. I think. I think you did get uh You did get one objective though. I think you got uh, something where you had to get behind enemy lines.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Because they had the Inceptors had appeared yeah, in your yeah, yeah. deployment zone in the backfield. So. so you got. So you got that. They got that. So they got that. Um, yeah. Okay. So that was that was my turn one. Underwhelming. My turn two
1: was, I think, a bit underwhelming if i remember correctly after the uh, spectacular uh, start uh the army had i while well, i did do a lot in terms of objectives i think i might have gotten like another two or three points that turn uh i yeah, didn't do you dual. were drawing I, great cards i was drawing fantastic i kept getting the same objective that my that de- my little Belisarius call centric death star was on <laughs> yeah. i don't know how but it just kind of kept, kept happening it kept coming up uh yeah. objective six yeah uh, like def- like secure objective six, defend objective six. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was it was a little goofy. I don't think I did a lot. Uh, no, you, tr-
0: you you tried to to kill my predator, um, uh, and you reduced it to, to I think f- to four to
1: four wounds, four wounds that yeah. turn. But you didn't you didn't kill it. I didn't kill it. Um, you kind of whiffed with your shooting overall. I, I whiffed with my. Sh- I think I might have gotten some wounds off on the storm raven. Uh, that did I, was that
0: this turn. Yeah, you took a couple of wounds off of it. Um, with yeah, with your, the neutron with laser. the neutron laser.
1: And then I think I killed. Oh, and I killed your Terminators, I believe.
0: You killed. Um, I think you killed.
1: Not killed, not your war. Not your warlord or the, the chaplain. Right. You, you, you killed off the whole unit of Terminators. The, uh, yeah, the surrounding unit of Terminators. Yes. Right. Right. With the Reaper chain sword, and I think that was just it. Um, right. Great. Great round in terms of objectives. Not spectacular in terms of damage done. Right. But
0: uh, but suddenly I've lost my Terminators, <laughs> and I've lost my Leviathan. So now I'm really in trouble. Okay. Um I also learned a lesson that snipers shooting at toughness six, you know creatures. Yeah. Not great. You know, no. sniper rifles are strength four, so it's it's unlikely you're gonna do much there. So I was trying to ping away at Belisarius with my snipers and that didn't really work out. The really. Belis-
1: Belisarius man. Belisarius okay. let's let's go over this. Okay. Eight wounds, toughness six, two up armor. Five up, Vuln, regains D three wounds, not just one wound. D three wounds, a turn, and has a nice bubble of reroll to hit. What the hell?
0: Yeah, it's easy, easily one of the most powerful characters in the game.
1: I mean, the guy. I think guy, he
0: he and Bobby G are probably the
1: yeah the guy walking the strongest characters. The guy walking around with the Castellan robots fully decked out in the phosphor blasters. Uh, re-roll, the re-rollable strength six AP minus two ignore cover uh, nonsense. That's rough. That's rough. That's yeah. eighteen shots from hell coming right at your face. Yeah, eighteen re-rollable shots. It's uh,
0: yeah, and the fact that if you if you get any wounds off of them, you know he's regenerating wounds every turn automatically. Uh, just crazy. The the crazy. re-roll, rolling all the hits for all the, all the units in a six-inch bubble is just nuts yeah because uh, it's a super strong aura it um, really is yeah so yeah i you know, he was so surrounded and you did a really great job of basically surrounding him with electro priest and vanguard all, and, all the weenies and, and rust stalkers yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i i couldn't I couldn't cut through the the metal and meat shield that you had made around Belisarius call yeah right, and his job i mean all he needed to do was stand next to the castellan robots and that kind of you know yeah. help determine you know the game you you had failed to kill my my predator and my predator yeah. uh this turn put a ton of wounds onto your knight it did right so your knight got reduced i think to eight wounds um as a result of the shooting from the uh, storm raven and the yeah. predator Yep. right and then i had uh one tactical squad with the last cannon and they were pinging away at the night as well so i reduced your knight to like eight wounds yes not enough to kill it but now it's slightly reduced yeah right I had I brought back my um, chaplain and, and captain to Objective Two, where your infiltrators were in my backfield, yep. because I decided to uh, assault them and attack them because I also needed to get Objective Two. That was one of my goal, one of my um, objectives that I had drawn, mm-hmm. um, and I thought they were easy targets, but I couldn't kill them. I, I reduced. I forgot they were two models, so they were they were surprisingly tough, and I ended up um, killing three of them, but yeah. but you still had two on the table and I couldn't up secure the objective because all I had was
1: yeah two that, models that, and that, you had two models and... That fight just kept... That fight went on for a while. It went, yeah, it went on too long. Went on way too long.
0: Yeah. So um, so that was
1: my, my turn two. Alright, turn three. Incredibly underwhelming for me in terms of damage value. Points-wise, again, I just kept getting good cards, so the points just kept coming in. But in terms of damage... Oh. Mm. uh the night um running around very underwhelming in terms of shooting I think it was just luck honestly but only was able to bring down your predator to one wound all right I uh, used a
0: command uh reroll a stratagem to re-roll uh, my last remaining uh, wound on that and I made it so yeah that so it kept the predator around for another turn
1: that was rough um I believe did you, was this Was turn two the turn you assaulted your um, inner No, that was turn three. That was turn three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then I charged your chaplain with the knight, and I didn't kill him. (laughs) No, he didn't. uh...
0: No, he didn't. Uh, The chaplain now has five wounds. You put three wounds on him, but you. (laughs) Because you rolled super low. You had two D six of damage with that Reaper Chainsword, but you only rolled a two and a one. The knight. So couldn't kill So my
1: chaplain, my chaplain, chaplain. survived an attack from a knight. Somehow. <laughs> uh, it was, yeah. Um, I think I put well, well the chaplain's got a four up in one save. The chaplain's got a four up in one save. But even yeah. then, it should have it should have reasonably been a wipeout. Yeah. But it wasn't, so, so fine. But I think I I think I put might have put some wounds on your Storm Raven with because um, it was passing by my call Death Star squad yeah and they pinged off some of their they have just uh, that that group had just a bunch of, like, fun little, like, weapons. Like they had the Solar Atomizer, or the Eradication Ray, <laughs> yeah. the Gamma Pistol. It yeah. was, they, they all, all these, like, badass supervillain weapons. <laughs> they did. And then they were just walking <laughs> around did. with it. And they're all super short-range, but whenever someone got close, they would just fry them. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were pretty strong. They were pretty strong. So I think they, they might have put a few wounds on the Storm Ray, but, yep, but that was... Uh, that was the extent of it. All right,
0: my, my turn three, um, I fell back from combat um, with the chaplain because yeah. I wanted to kill the knight, and so he freed himself from from combat there, which allowed uh, my, my predator with one remaining wound <laughs> to finally shoot and blow up the knight, or kill yeah. the knight. He did not blow up. Kill the knight. So uh, sweet, a little, a little moral victory in killing the knight in, yes. yeah, in, in that turn. My inceptors... Uh, Killed all the Electro-Priests, I believe, this turn. And then decided, stupidly, to assault your uh, (laughs) Balistari, you know, Strider with the Cognus last cannons. Don't don't make the Inceptors assault. Yeah. Because they're way more effective at shooting. Yeah. They only get, like, two attacks um, when they attack. And they're still, you know, like weapon skill three so they're much better at shooting and Way then better yeah so i realized this and then in the subsequent turn I, I had them fall back but then i lost the turn of shooting
1: yeah and again right. I, so, I, I, when i saw that i was like oh i'm not getting out of this combat that's gonna go on for a while and these guys have been shredding yeah. up people left and right so i'm perfectly yeah, fine that was this. a mistake
0: I, I i you know but you live and learn now i know yeah. i know not to not to willingly put these guys in combat so don't don't do that with your inceptors use them as the as the bullet um you know delivers they there. are yeah here's your bullets yeah um underwhelming um, round of shooting from the storm raven i think i whiffed on a lot of stuff uh you know i was trying to basically shoot uh the death star around call but I,
1: I ended up not doing you, much yeah. damage actually i believe if i remember correctly you were shooting at the robots yes and boy- oh yeah the oh, here, robots. We here we go both, here we go the robots have this
0: thing called the repulsor grid this
1: is great so um <laughs> Along with the Aegis, (laughs) uh, okay, so along with their Aegis protocols, which are, okay, first we have to get rid of how insane the Aegis protocols are. So these guys are, what, Toughness 7, 6 Wounds each, 3 up Armor save, 5 up Invuln save. So that's crazy already. With the Aegis, which you should never switch away from because why would you, this is amazing, you get to add one to those Armor and, and invuln, invuln saves. Roles. So, two up armor on toughness seven guys and four up invulns. That's like, that. that's that's some captain like character nonsense right there. Right. On freaking high toughness robots. Right. Um, not only that, but the repulsor grid does something really interesting, uh, which is on a six up, uh, normally on a six up, uh, it can reflect it basically it ref, the in the fluff it reflects the shot back at the uh, guy who attacked him and they take a mortal wound. however, because it's the Aegis um protocols are phrased as you add one to the roll, you can produce if the same ro- effect on a roll of a five because that would count as a six right. with the added with the added number from the Aegis protocols. So, on a five or six, you are dealing mortal wounds to the guy shooting you. Huh? You know, so that's what? What, that's what
0: happened to my Storm Raven. I lost a couple of uh, <laughs> mortal wounds because they bounced back.
1: <laughs> yes. Under my Storm Raven. It, uh, so I, that, that taught me to shoot that, <laughs> the robots. Seriously. Stupid it's, robots. It's kind of ridiculous. They're rubber skins. And not only that, but it's a, if you're right next to Call or the Dominus or the Cybernetic Smith, they can just repair the robots for d3 wounds i just it was a turn insane automatically
0: Bell service call calls ridiculous that the death star that that's created by those that combination of units the uh, data smith yeah call and the tech priest is insane you but you pair that with the robots
1: and man you have one tough unit it's it's the power executives right there <laughs> it's the board of directors Board of directors have for sure shown that. up
0: <laughs> yeah um so not a great turn for shooting for me. Um, a part, a killing the knight was great, right? right? And then the, the Electro Priest vanished in a puff of Inceptor's you know, hail at some point. Yeah. But um, but at this point, I'm realizing, uh, no. I mean, there was a moment when I thought I might be able to catch you up. You, you kept scoring objectives, and I didn't. But I thought maybe there's a possibility here once the knight blew up that I had a chance at, um, an outside chance of maybe tabling you. Unlikely, But it was still kind of possible because of the Storm Raven. Storm Raven is a very effective um, unit on the table with two last cannons, two melted guns. The Hurricane Bolters, again, they were another one of those units that if if they're like doesn't getting a MEQ unit, it just disappears. It just gets shot shot to pieces. So so Storm Ravens are back and they're awesome. And I loved it. But... um, but it wasn't enough against the super resilient Death Star that you
1: had created. Speaking of how the Storm Ravens are back, here's a turn where the Storm Raven disappears. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so turn four rolls around. Finally, a good, uh, just nice turn of both shooting and objectives. The best of both worlds, honestly. Uh, finally kill um, the freaking Predator with my uh, robots. They were just, that thing was irking me for a while. Not, not because it was doing a huge amount of damage, although it did significant damage. Mostly because it just wouldn't die, <laughs> and I kept making really bad rolls on it. Finally, just way to fire killed it. The uh, robots just blasted it to pieces, and then the Storm Raven. And this was completely unexpected. However, the supervillain uh, group therapy meeting uh, pointed out all their little death ray weapons and killed it. Which was really surprising. Uh, they were all able to make their hits. Um, I think I used the um, canicles for the, them to reroll ones that turn, um, but it didn't matter because Call had his like little reroll hit roll field around him, and with their because um, they they all had a bunch of high strength D3 damage guns, uh, they were able to bring it
0: down. Yeah, it wore it down. Um, being hard to hit means just to lose a. You know, one on the two hit roll isn't that great a defense well, <laughs> when it, you have when there's a lot of high strength stuff shooting at you
1: when you're doing when you're dealing with um guard, I think it can be or like a, like something sure. with those sorts of values, I with think it low can be low strength, Low strength, I or guess. No, not low strength, but Low um uh, low ballistic, low, skill. low ballistic skill, that's what I meant to say, yeah, low ballistic skill. Uh, but in this case, you, you've you got three up guys re rolling. Well, n- normally these guys are normally two up guys, so. Yeah, so yeah. these guys are, are three up only because of the flying yeah. with, with re rolls. He's it's talking about pain. The,
0: he's talking about the characters. The characters are, are two up, pretty much. The yeah. tech priest, the, the yeah, cybernetic yeah. data smith, and, and call. Yeah,
1: those are the guys yeah. brought down. So he's they're
0: shooting two. when they're shooting up in the air. They're three up, yeah. and then they get to re roll um, because yeah. of call. And, it's, and that's yeah. just so illusion, always, man. yeah. That that the stormraven was shouldn't get near where it intends to kill. <laughs> that's another lesson to, that you need to learn. Yeah. Okay. So because it's got fairly long distance with those last cannons and stormstrike missiles, um, so you should, you can keep it keep it away from from scary things. But I didn't. Um, so anyway, so the Storm Raven came down. I had um. previously killed uh, the remaining infiltrators in the last turn. I forgot to mention oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, you did. So you I did. actually to, I was I was sitting on objective two and I had defend objective two, which means you gotta stay on it for two turns. Yep. Uh, so they were my chaplain and captain had been stuck there for an extra round.
1: Yes, they were. Um yeah. I believe that I also might have killed an Inceptor this turn.
0: No, you they, they died in the so following the turn.
1: No, no, no I, k- I killed one. Oh, it you was, killed one. Yeah, you killed, k- you killed
0: one of the of the three interceptors. Yeah, yeah. it was the neutron
1: laser, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it was overall a great turn. Probably the turn yeah. where th- th- this was ultimately the turn where it was pretty much solidified uh, the result of the game. I'd say. Yep. So my my
0: turn four is I the the two remaining Inceptors killed um, the uh, some remaining rust stalkers. Yep. That were um, protecting Call but that was strategically kind of useless. It was just more like an exercise in trying to kill you guys. Yeah, I, I, I really had come to the realization that I'm not going to win this game, so let me just see if I can, you know, he got a few more points here mm-hmm. and there. Th- I shot a bunch of stuff at the robots, and um, frankly, the chaplain shot his combi plasma at the robots. Luckily, they didn't bounce back and kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were just so tough that they survived all my remaining fire. Yeah. Snipers didn't really do any- anything no. against them. Yeah, so... Uh, again, so turn four for me was pretty much I just killed the rust stalkers, and um, I, I was in the process of securing, you know, or defending objective two, but it, it didn't look good for me. No, it did not. Yeah, so th- that was the end of turn four. Turn five. Turn five.
1: Turn five rolls around. I believe the big thing was I just killed your uh, interceptors. Yeah, yeah your interceptors. Interceptor, the interceptors. Yeah. We. I think it was with the Castellan robots. Yeah. And you, by yeah. that. So they were their foster they were blasters
0: they ignore cover.
1: Reasonably, they were the last big threat to me. Yeah, uh, I think it popped off a few shots, um, just sort of around the table, but they didn't do anything, and that was sort of it. I was just sitting on uh, objective six, which I just kept drawing thing, kept uh, cards for for some reason. I don't get why, but it happened.
0: Yeah, I drew bad cards. All my objectives were on your side of the table, or just or would defend this or defend that, which is terrible.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I well, I mean, I got some defense, but they worked out for me because I was I you were like, sitting on. Them. <laughs> I was just sitting on them with a
0: big group of guys. All yeah, right, And that's what happens in Maelstrom. It, it was okay. So uh, my turn five, nothing. I, I nothing really happened. I, I nope. wasn't really able to do any anything to your remaining army. I at this point I had snipers. I had one tact tact team left, and then I had a captain with lightning claws and a chaplain with a combi plasma. Yeah, and that was it. So yep. yeah, so much, not much I could do. Uh, We rolled and the game continued, but it was pointless at this point. So I just said, let's call it. We had read one of my tactical objectives wrong. I I thought I'd gotten more points than I had, but I didn't. So I think the final score was 3 to 10. Yes. 3 to 10. So 3 to 10. 10. Lessons learned. Certainly. Lessons learned. Um, uh, Space Marines can can have very expensive units. And you probably, on a Maelstrom mission... It it, it, more bodies and more mobility are definitely going to be helpful. We didn't know whether it was going to be a maelstrom because Mm. we determined that later on Mm -hmm. after we pick our armies. I found out that only having a few units on the table, expensive elite units, is a very high gamble to take. Yeah, right. I I don't think my army was terrible per se. Um, I think the uh, I I had some very expensive units, like Mm -hmm. the Terminators were expensive, right? And and it turns out that. I should have probably. I think Storm Shield, Thunderhammer, Terminators. That are, are that are Combi Bolters. Yeah, I'm not you, sure. I'm not sure whether they can take the Combi Bolters.
1: I'm fairly sure certain. I'm fairly certain sure they can because I know Chaos Space Marines can, and I'd be really surprised. Well, that our, our a, loyalist uh, brethren. I, 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 I could not do that. I, I would be. Shocked. I think
0: if I'm going to use Terminators to act as a you know as an intercepting or deep striking kind of a unit, I'm I should just go with the um, the uh, Thunder. Uh, hammer storm shield guys I, because I had a captain who could reroll ones I thought I, I needed to get shooting in there but storm mm-hmm. bolters rerolling storm bolters isn't that great a deal isn't that big a deal yeah so that was just a bad strategy on my part I should have recognized that but I didn't so that was a bad that bad call there wow no they can't yeah they can't they can. they can only take strong bolters and power fists or maybe me. chain fists. but that's about it that's bizarre why can't they do because, that because they're not chaos they haven't sold their souls to the forces you, of you, chaos you,
1: you're you guys run a freaking imperium you're like you can afford a few combi bolters you nope. you just strap a gun, not, another no, gun you know what
0: not part of the sdc sorry <laughs> we're not what? Gonna, that, what that's heresy you guys
1: are the who invented it Combi- huh
0: <laughs> no sorry Kami Meltas on Terminator's art no currency. that's that
1: specific that specific <laughs> setup is not part of the STC that's where they actually get those guys that's where they actually yeah. get those guys they just print them up it's right. like a 3D printer
0: yeah <laughs> so so that was mistake number one and mistake number two was not putting my Leviathan in, in any kind of cover right just, just putting right in him on you always got to play with the assumption that you could lose the role to seize yep right and so I I knew there was a possibility. There's a 17% chance that, that was going to happen, but I thought it's I have a you know 83% chance that it's not going to happen. So I put my guy right in front, and uh, unfortunately, he brought he you know took it on the chin.
1: Honestly. Yeah, I would have done the same thing you did. I know you would have. That's how you play,
0: and that's how I and that's how I typically play, and that's probably will continue to play. Yeah, we play fairly aggressively. We, we don't do. we don't play to hide these guys. This is a fun game. Yeah. So if the worst thing that can happens, is we lose a game, right? Oh. But man, we have stories to tell. Yeah, exactly. Right. So um, so anyway, so but that but that turned out to be a bad result yeah. for my army because the, probably my most powerful unit is wiped out sure. in that first turn. Yeah. So but my stars were. The predator, the last can tank is awesome.
1: Okay, yeah, it I pumps
0: agree. out a ton of damage. Yes, right. You put the captain; you can re-roll ones next to him, yep. and then suddenly it is a it's a money maker. Yep. <laughs> Just can do a ton of damage. The Inceptors, as a as, as a, again as a bullet delivery vehicles, are fantastic. Yep, uh, I really like them. I, they played way better than I thought they were going to play. Mm-hmm. So very happy with them. Uh, Storm Raven's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I Love the way it played. It's Fast, it's mobile. It's got a, all kinds of different weapons. It can handle high toughness uh, units with its last cannons and multi meltas, and they can also get, wipe things out with its hurricane vultures, like for infantry and stuff. So, it's
1: I love it. It's great. So, those are my stars. Stars on my side. Easy. Yeah. Uh, first of all, the robots just pump out a terrifying number of shots that do uh, just a lot of damage, and just ignoring the the additional um, bon- Cur- the, the cover bonuses. Yeah as well as the AP minus two. It just makes everything you shoot at have like guard-esque saves or worse. Yeah, um, the minus
0: two AP on those heavy phosphor blasters is uh, that's the killing. Like
1: def- that? Yeah, was that, that, that was the thing that really wiped me out. That and strength six, you're basic because yeah. with the number of shots you are putting out with those things, you can reasonably just take out vehicles because you just have so many shots at five up, you're bound to hit quite a few, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you um, pair him up with the other star, uh, Call. Although yeah. Call didn't do much in terms of like damage, him personally, his aura did more than enough. Um, oh, yeah. He, he's rerolling to shoot just in a six-inch bubble for all your shots is fantastic. Um, the guy in the right conditions can be borderline unkillable, you can you can try to assault him, but he has pretty good assault stats. I'd say he's super hardy. You, he's easily there's a lot of models that you can um, just easily surround him with. He's just he's just great. He's yeah. just great. the The only downside really is that he doesn't have a huge amount in terms of movement. Six inches, decent. But as long as you're dealing with an army that sort of comes to you or meets you halfway, yeah, no, he's he's gonna help grind them down. I was really impressed by how tough Cult Mechanicus
0: was. That little, that little, you know, grouping that you created just made them all super resilient and just hard to deal with. So I'm, I'm very impressed. I think Cult Mechanicus is an excellent army for this edition.
1: And, and one more star I have to mention, the infiltrators, the ability to just deep strike with them now, essentially, mm-hmm. as well as a, an aura that lowers leadership yeah no that's that's nothing to be trifled with honestly i don't really think you need to take stalkers anymore i think i might next time i just might take another squad of infiltrators yep because stalkers, it's difficult for them to easily get in and they have no um they don't have additional they don't have, they don't have guns they don't have guns right that's, but do they have um they have eight inch movement but they don't have Eight inch movement. but okay. both of them have eight inch movement yeah. except the other guys can just drop on in yeah um so infiltrators, they're great as like harassment and objective grabbing tools. Right. right. Uh, so, I'm really, I'm really impressed with Colt Mechanicus, and I'll be interested to see uh, what they do in upcoming games.
0: Pairing that tough Mechanicus with a knight, which acted as a bullet, you know, magnet, um, was great. It was a good combination. So it took on the Space Marines really well because I had some tough hitting units, but you did, yeah. But you're, I had a, I had a shoot at the night. It was coming at me. Yep. Right, and I couldn't touch those robots. Yeah. Yeah, because they were too tough, and they they were those ages protocols protected the hell out of them. It did. Yeah, I was impressed. Uh, Cole Mechanicus uh, did a great job. So they're tough, tough army in this edition. Well, that was a good matchup. More Um, importantly, broke my losing streak. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Uh, we've now played how many games now? Three games, four, four, game? four games. I think okay, including this one. Yeah, four games. So, in yeah. the, so, the first game, Blood Angels beat Chaos, Chaos Space Marines. Yep. In the second game, Astro Militarum beat the Necrons. Yep. Right. In the third game, the Tau beat Korn. Precisely. And now, Cult Mechanicus,
1: your Cult Mechanicus beat my Iron Hands. Yeah. Okay. Freaking finally, I'm figuring. I'm starting to figure out Eighth Edition. <laughs> No,
0: I well, I don't think it's about eighth edition. I think it's about
1: well, no, I don't. I don't. I mean, in terms of um, what I'm starting to identify good units in eighth edition, I should say. Yeah. Because when I say I'm trying to figure out eighth edition, I mean I personally am trying to, Comrade, what units and what makeups yeah. would make a good eighth edition army. I don't. I don't mean to comment on. I think. I think. I think this this edition has been a pretty uh, good improvement.
0: This this game played
1: pretty fast. Yeah. I got to say. Yeah, even with the 100 power level. It just kind
0: of went by really quickly. It went by quickly. Well, I think that wraps up. I believe it does. Episode 43. Yep. All right, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, Every episode, we get new subscribers to our SoundCloud uh, feed, which is fantastic. We Mm -hmm. love seeing that. And we like it when you guys comment and like uh, on our show. So please continue doing that. You can do that on iTunes. You can do it on SoundCloud. You can do it a few different places, and we always notice. Uh, The main place you can do it, of course, is to come to our Facebook page, Mm -hmm. which is just look for the Eye of Terror podcast on Facebook. And that's where you will find us. We will have photos of this battle as well as some very dank memes about 40K.
1: Dad, dad, (laughs) dad, please. Dad, dad. (laughs) dad, No, stop. Stop, dad. I love you. (laughs) But never say those words must never come out of your mouth ever again. Everything about that was wrong. <laughs> the way you delivered it, it was just no, isn't it? What the cool kids Please, say no, stop, stop now. Nah. All right, whatever,
0: <laughs> whatever. All right, I know I'm cool. It's the kids that are wrong. Okay,
1: <laughs> good Simpson right. reference there. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, uh, okay, but we love hearing from you. Send us an email also. Uh, if, especially to, to tell us we should stop laughing at absurd things. <laughs> we are at uh, the eye of Terror podcast at gmail.com. Well with that that wraps up episode 43. I'm George and I'm Alec and we play 40k. We'll see you guys soon.